So the Insta and Instagram we're now realizing is definitely a thing of the past. These days, nearly everyone is sharing pictures after the fact. We're not literally drinking that cup of coffee as we share the picture of it. And in some cases, actually, it's a long, long time after the moment has passed. But whenever I share this tip here in the class, there's always a good group of people who are really surprised when I say most people are saving up their photographs and posting on a lag of several days, sometimes even months, in order to achieve this really consistent style. It can feel really difficult, I think, when you're starting out because finding the time to even take one picture that you're happy with feels overwhelming, never mind having a whole batch. I'm going to share with you a few secrets to how you can start to build this buffer up and make the most of the pictures you've got. So tip number one is to shoot in batches. If you're ever styling or maybe arranging a shot or you just find somewhere that's amazingly photogenic, don't settle for just the one great capture. If you've got the time, if you've got the energy, try and get a variety of images. Change the composition, change the arrangement, get different angles, move around, get different focus. Usually it actually takes just a couple of seconds, minutes at most, but it's going to provide you with a big backlog of images that you can drip feed into your gallery on days when maybe you've got nothing else to post or you just need something to fill a spot. If they're adequately spaced out, nobody will mind or even notice. And it's totally standard and acceptable Insta etiquette. So for example, to put it into real terms, you see a beautiful little castle, you take a picture of it, it's gorgeous, a great landscape shot. But then could you also get someone who's with you to take a picture of you walking towards the castle in a bright coloured raincoat and then you've got a second picture? Could you go inside the castle and shoot something looking out of one of the windows and we see this beautiful countryside surrounded by the stone view? Then you have a choice. You can either put all of those together in one carousel and share them all in one go, or you can drip them out across your feed to make the content last longer. Revisit your archive. So don't be afraid to repost things that you've posted before, especially if your audience has grown since you last shared it. Most people are not going to remember. Those that do will appreciate the trip down memory lane. And often our editing style has changed and evolved and we're able to give it a fresher take and make it feel more current to us now. I've been reposting some of my favourite photographs for like three or four years. No one has ever complained. I think it's allowed. Reconsider the rejects. So I keep hold of my photos long after I'm done with them. I'm like a digital pack rat. But actually that's really useful for Instagram because often I will go back and look at shots I didn't like with new eyes. Maybe it's a new way of cropping it. Maybe it's my new style of editing. Maybe just fresh eyes. But suddenly I can see something that I didn't see before. So funny, this phenomenon, and I've talked to many people about it, but often the posts we nearly didn't post, the ones we rejected that ended up getting put on the grid are the ones that turn out to be wildly popular beyond our expectations, which I just like to think goes to show that sometimes our inner critics don't know anything and we have to ignore them. Regramming, so providing you ask permission and give credit, you can always repost other people's pictures. It can be a great way to get fresh content, especially if you are a shop or product-based business and have customers sharing images of your work. I would say be mindful of your visual style and your gallery view. Work them in as you would your own work. Edit them as needed. It's a lot easier to lose your way when you're dealing consistently with someone else's images. Stay organized. The real secret to having all this great content when you need it is to get into a really consistent workflow and have some sort of vague file management system going on on your phone. So if you're using an editing app, I like it if it saves all the images to its own folder, e.g. VSCO. And then this can be a really good place to store all your edited images, but if you're collecting up rejected or similar shots with a mind to possibly using them in future, I would say make another folder for these two. 
So I have these two folders for my Instagram. I have my edited finished shots, which are in the VSCO folder. And I have Instagram extras in a folder where I keep everything I'm not sure about yet. And on uninspired days, or if I need a certain type of shot, I can go straight to this directory and see what I've got. Regularly delete as well. I'm pretty terrible at this. I wish I had taken the time to build it into my routine at the start. So I'm going to offer it to you here now. Smartphones make it super easy. You can just go into the selection mode and then drag your finger across the screen and it will select like a whole page full of pictures all in one go. If you're anything like me, you maybe have got a little bit beyond just being able to delete in clusters like this. And so that's what I recommend, downloading that duplicate photo fixer app I mentioned previously. It'll scan, it'll find all those duplicates and similar shots. And then you will be amazed at the difference it makes to your phone's memory, the speed your phone runs at, and also how much you're having to pay to those monthly cloud subscriptions they love to rope us into. 